This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by David Fichette, CEO and Chief Creative at Go West Creative Group. He seeks the unimaginable and makes anything possible in a creative way. He is a passionate and determined leader who founded Go West 37 years ago and aware of many hats, including producer, editor, writer, and director. David, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, thank you so much for being here. I sound I sound huge. I sound, you do. I'm a, I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard, you, Seth. You are a wizard. That's why you're here. So let's go back in time in your mm-hmm. wizardry time machine. How sure. did Go West get started? Boom. Yeah. So it's actually this year is number 39, if you can wow. believe it. Yeah. So no, November will be 39 years since we started this at the ripe age of three. It was very young. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I was a musician in my uh, former life and uh, had a had a band that had a financial backer that bought us this massive sound system that sat in my parents' garage. And um, yeah, I also paid for every rehearsal studio we played at, which had sound systems and every club we played at had sound systems. So it just sat there at my parents' garage. So I got the idea one day with a buddy of mine to buy some turntables and start a mobile DJ company. And that's how this thing started, um, you know, November 21st, 1984 as a mobile disc jockey company. And, uh, you know, bought out the partner, bought out my friend uh, within a couple of years and then grew the thing to be the you know, second largest you know, mobile DJ company in, in California, but uh, by the by the early 90s. But, you know, back then, you know, we were doing 1300 events a year at like 400 bucks an event, you know, it's like $165,000 a year the hard way. So, 
uh, you know, so we, we really, our, our focus really became about not doing social, but doing corporate, working with larger corporations for their needs. And then that led to add some audio, add some lighting, add some video. Let's put some content on the video screens back there. Back then we called it multimedia. We didn't call it content. And, uh, you know, and then just kept growing from there as a large event production company. But then we created a, uh, you know, a company just for entertainment, a company to create the content that went on the screens. And then we had the event production company. And about 20 years ago, we just realized that, hey, what, what we really are is a creative agency that plays with all these different tools in our toolbox uh, to help our clients tell their stories in the most impactful way. So that's when we shifted the name to Go West Creative. Uh, and that's what we've been, you know, for the last 20 years. But it, it started off as a, a little DJ company. I'm sure the longer version of that could probably fill a book somewhere if it hasn't already. Yeah, we're, we're working on it, Seth. We're working on it. Awesome. Um, well, if you need a publisher, let me know. We can make some introductions. Um, let's talk about um, what Go West is doing now because you got your fingers in a lot of pies. Yep. Yes, we do. We do. Um, you know, the, the lion's share of our business still is in the large uh, corporate um, event production realm, right? So during COVID, we were super fortunate that since we've been uh, dabbling in the virtual, well, well, back, we, you know, call it, you know, corporate broadcasting since. 1999, we were able to pivot a lot quicker uh, than uh, a lot of other people. And so we ended up really having our best year at that point in our you know 36 year history in 2020 uh, in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, we just grew uh, by leaps and bounds, and then you know that continued in 2021 to grow. And then last year, our sales were up uh, 250% the over the year before. There's been a, you know quite quite a, a a rise over the last three years, and and so really what we're doing, the majority of our business is either producing those large corporate events or doing the large corporate broadcasts um in in either case getting their message out to whoever the key stakeholders are and then we also have you know all the internal um uh, creative team the uh, writers directors animators editors uh producers so that we we produce a lot of content so when you think when we're doing a say a conference for somebody like you know say sonic who's been a, a longtime client of ours um, when we do that three-day event for them, we may produce 175 pieces of media for those three days, right? So anything that hits the screen is uh, you know, all our responsibility. So there's a, basically like a whole sub-budget and a whole separate team that handles all that content creation. And, you know, ultimately our job is to work with the C-suite of these companies and help them, you know, hear their, hear their message. Um, understand who their audience is and try to help build a bridge between, you know, what, what they want to say and what we think their audience is thinking and how they might receive what it is they want to say and try to find the, the right, the right balance there. So because of that, then that, that led us into like the whole agency uh, strategic side of our company. So then we have, you know, a whole uh, division of the company that works on just, you know, traditional uh, agency staff, whether that's print or digital or social, um, that has nothing to do with uh, events whatsoever. So that's us in a nutshell. Yes. So let's do a, a deeper dive. Let's unpack some of that. So for your the non-event offerings, mm -hmm. talk. So who is an ideal client for the non-event programs, and talk a little bit about what you do for them. That's really fascinating. 
Sure. Uh, I, th I think what what our ideal client is because we're not we're not a you know a, a huge uh, agency. We're a boutique agency, which makes us you know very nimble and we can do a lot of different things very quickly. But really, what the ideal client is for us is somebody that's struggling to connect with their audience or or struggling to find their voice that connects to the audience because a lot of times clients think they know who they are and what their voice is and they're they're very confident of you know what their offering is uh, but maybe the way they're positioning themselves to the consumer market um, isn't as clear to the consumers so that's kind of where we come in and sit with the brands and just kind of you know uh, hear what it is they're wanting to convey to people and then maybe help them find a, a better path to uh, a clear communication. So talk a little bit, cause you've got some incredible case studies in terms of results. So talk a little bit about an example and if their identity, if your client identity is confidential, you can just say the ABC company, but talk a little bit about what they were looking for before they found you. And then mm -hmm. kind of the magical transformation you were able to engineer and what it looks like now. Yeah, I, th I think a really good example of that um, would be our friends at uh, Long John Silver, um, which is you know um, a uh, fast food or a, a quick service restaurant, a QSR uh, that is in the fish space, right? So you know it's uh, you know it doesn't have the, the the broader offerings of some of the the other large uh, players in that in that market, but uh, a dear friend of mine became the uh, the CEO over there, and he had left a, a much larger uh, brand that was on kind of an uptick to join uh, Long John Silver when they were kind of on a um, uh, re-strategizing <laughs> endeavor, I would say. And so I went and met him for dinner, and we just talked through, um, you know why why he would you know make that decision and what he shared with me at dinner was something that you know i i'd never thought of never would have considered long john silver he's like you know we, he said to me he's like you know we are the most sustainable qsr in the business and i was like well you know unpack that a little bit for me he's like well we don't get our fish from these big over you know overpacked farms, right? We 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 have places where we fish out in the Bering Sea in Alaska, and uh, we don't overfish any one area. So we you know we're not you know uh, killing off the population of the fish in a certain area, and you know, um, and, and 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 he said you know and the really interesting thing up there is he said we have these vessels up there in the Bering Sea where we catch the fish, we take them downstairs on the boat, clean the fish, flash freeze them, box them up, and then they get shipped off to the restaurants from there. And I was like, well, that that's a pretty amazing story, right? It would be that that you know uh, efficient in your in your process. I was like, wait, why don't we why don't we tell that story? And so, working with the uh, great spoken word artist uh, Steve Connell out of Los Angeles, we created a piece for them, and. Um, we went up to the Bering Sea and on one of those vessels, and we we had him tell this story of sustainability. And you know, and we we kept the camera super tight on on Steve, right, as he's doing this, and you just kind of see a little bit of the background. But when he when he delivered that last line, you know, we pull back with the drone and reveal where we are, you know, out on the sea with the you know, your birds flying around, and and you know. Um, we didn't reveal who the company was, what this piece was, until we pull all the way back, you know, wow. black title card, Long John Silver. So whenever I do a speaking engagement, 
I'll play that piece and I'll stop it. And I'm like, who is this for? Right. You know, and they'll be like Exxon, right. You know, you, know, you think of some of these other big brands, you're like, no, this is Long John Silver, right? This is, the, they are the most sustainable in QSR. So we did, we did three pieces for them. One on uh, sustainability, one on quality and one on family, which are the key tenants of who they are. And what I think is so uh, incredible about that. I mean, they had huge success, you know, um, a huge ROI from, from that campaign. But what it is, what, what we did is we found what was true about Long John Silver, right? Sustainable, the quality of the protein is exceptional. And this is a place to gather with your family. We did not say healthy, Right, because yeah, yeah, because truly, I mean, at the end of the day, you take that that beautiful piece of protein and you dip it in batter and then you fry it, which isn't yeah, right. So, so we weren't out there saying you know for for health benefits, you know, come here, but we're saying if this is the type of food that you like, you're going to get the the highest quality protein here, and you're going to get it from a, a company that has uh, responsible. Uh, sustainability uh, play uh, at the at the core of who they are, so I think you know that that's really a great example of you know it's not just about you know doing the LTO specials uh, you know on, on the commercials of hey you know come get this fish sandwich this weekend for a buck ninety nine right you know, you know people wanted to connect with them uh, their greater purpose which uh, builds that brand loyalty. That makes a lot of sense, and that's an incredible. I mean, I almost got goosebumps. Like that's an incredibly incredible art of storytelling. So talk a little bit about how, because obviously Long John Silver in that example is a large company, right? Mm -hmm. How do you get in the door at places like that? Yeah, it's good fortune, right? Yeah, good fortune. Uh, you know, so the, the lion's share of our business, I would say, you know, upwards of 90% of our business is referral-based. Right. You know, uh, it's either um, someone has seen us do a project for somebody else or there's a client that had worked at X corporation that's now over at Y corporation and, and they, they bring us in over there. The greatest um, move we've ever made as a marketing you know, play for our company is about a little over a decade ago. We um, we got introduced to a guy by the name of Pete Kranick, who was a, a lifetime uh, CMO. And uh, Pete had started an organization called the uh, the CMO Club, and it was a private organization for chief marketers of basically Fortune 1000 companies. And you know, he 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 uh, started that because a lot of the events that these CMOs would go to were just you know death by PowerPoint, and you know, and he wanted to create something different. So he wanted to create a community, and he built this beautiful community of these people where they could go and they could share their their wins and their struggles in a private situation. And it was um, it was powerful. It was irreverent. It was fun. Uh, there was not a single PowerPoint presentation. It any of their you know summits and uh you know uh, so we got introduced and we started producing their u.s summits and their european summits and they have a strict no selling policy but just by virtue of us being in the room with those chief marketing officers being in the conversation having dinner having drinks that led to a massive onslaught of opportunities with lots of large brands 
And then, you know, uh, Pete Kranick is the luckiest man alive. Uh, the very first week, I believe in March 6th of 2020, he sold the CMO club to Salesforce the week before the world shut down. <laughs> I was like, cash that check and run. Yes, so, that's perfect timing. Yeah, it's lovely timing. So uh, yeah, so we've still been able to do some work with uh, with the CMO club with our friends over at Salesforce now. But it, I mean, that, that really is a, a great uh, testament. We actually did a, an event here um, two weeks ago, uh, which we called the Go West Experience. You see behind me, find your true West. And it was a three-day summit. And um, I was able to call on a bunch of those CMOs that were my friends from the CMO club. And just by picking up the phone, they, you know, they jumped on planes and flew across the country to be here to participate in this thing. And we had, you know, 60 different speakers and uh, performers over the course of three days, you know, and again, you know, in that more conversational thought leadership style, right? Not, not anybody really presenting anything to anybody, but just asking questions and hearing some good responses from smart people. Everybody, I think everyone's familiar with the saying true north. What does find your true west mean? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, I'm a big believer in true north, right? True north is our our purpose in life, the reason God put us on this planet, the thing we're going to be remembered for after we're long gone, right? That's you know, our, our true north, what drives us every day. So that's our true north, our true west. If you think about the pioneers, right? Our true, our true west is that sense of adventure and exploration and curiosity that makes us go, "What if? What if we went this way? What what, what pass will help us find a new and different route to get us to our purpose and to deliver on our pr promise and 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 be the person that we were meant to be?" So we believe the 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 true west uh, goes hand in hand with the true north. So we're really kind of a true northwest. That is awesome. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? <sighs> um, I, I like best the fact that uh, no day is the same, right? Every every day is completely different. And uh, one of my favorite things about uh, running a creative agency is when you know business problems come up for us, challenges come up for us, right? And it's like, how do we use our creative problem solving internally to to fix things because there's you know over you know 39 years of doing this there's a lot of uh, a lot of things i've seen and a lot of times we're like oh i don't know if we're gonna make it right and it's like how do you bob and weave and, and get get through things and and i love that that's the my favorite part about being a chief creative it's not just about the work we do for our clients but it's the work we do every day and just figuring out how to get through the day or the week or the the next year Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. For our folks who uh, want to learn more, where is the best place for us to learn more about you and about Go West? Yeah, um, uh, you, you can find us uh, where we have a very simple four-letter uh, uh, URL. Uh, it's just uh, gwcg.com. So super easy for Go West Creative Group, gwcg.com. And you can find me on, uh, on uh, LinkedIn, uh, under my name or on uh, Instagram at uh, DigiWest, D-I-G-I-W-E-S-T. And I'm sure you're going to put those things somewhere. I'm we sure. are. They will be in the show notes. We know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. Awesome, Seth. I appreciate the ask and uh, thanks for making time for me. Of course, this has been Seth Green with David Fischette from Go West Experience. Uh, thank you everybody for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. 
Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.